we can kind of go through this life and distract ourselves from our truth. And I think that's what body wisdom and that's what connecting to your body is all about. Because when you're born, you're your authentic self. You're your true self. You're going around in life, asking for what you need, manifesting what you need, expressing yourself. And then something happens that tells us that our bodies are wrong. Something happens that tells us that our feelings are wrong. I really want to just make this episode as an invitation for you to look at and connect with your body. Then you're accessing deeper layers of your being. You're accessing more than just your thoughts and your consciousness. You're accessing your feelings. Welcome to the Openly Spoken Podcast, the self-development and self-love podcast where you get to learn through the open sharing of stories. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, self-love and self-care mentor. I also like to call myself a quantum self-love coach, a spiritual healer, and a self-expression enthusiast. You can find me on Instagram at selfexpressbabe, and I'd love to connect with you there. And I am on a mission to create a world with more embodied, empowered, and fully self-expressed women. And this podcast is one of the ways I get to serve you. My guests and I cover topics around spirituality, womanhood, healing, business, love and relationships, and more as we open up and share our journeys through life. My intention with Openly Spoken is to help be your guide to empowerment, self-expression, and living a life you are in love with. I invite you now to set an intention, open your mind, and surrender to the transmission you're about to receive. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome back to Openly Spoken, or if it's your first time, hi, my name is Celia Antonio. I don't really like to label myself one thing, and if you've been following the podcast, you've probably gathered that by now. I've called myself so many different things under the multitude of self-love coach, self-love mentor, self-love and care mentor, quantum self-love coach, spiritual healer, all these things, but it kind of all falls into one umbrella. And yeah, I am very messy with my actions when it comes to figuring things out. I don't want to wait. I just go out there and do it because I believe that you learn through experience. You learn through fully being in the moment and that's what I'm doing. And that's kind of related to what I want to talk to you about today. So this episode is kind of a long time coming, but also kind of piggybacks off of last week's episode with Natalie Orr, where we talked about body wisdom. And right now, as of the time of the recording, I just got off of a Instagram live with Natalie, where we talked about embodiment and culture and music and dance and how all of those things are kind of like a little portal for us to all connect as human beings and for us to be open to the fact that there are so many different ways to live life and so many different values to embody. And that that is kind of like music and dance can be like this path of us to heal both on the individual level and at a bigger level. 
So today I want to talk more about body wisdom, embodiment, and this term that my friend Russ, Dr. Russ over at, um, what is his Instagram handle? The Anxiety MD. Um, I used to go to his clubhouse room every Sunday and we've DM'd a few times. And I like to share about how mindset is deeper than the mind. So when I've talked to him about it, he's mentioned the word body set. So we're going to talk about body set. And if you're confused, just hang on for the ride. <laughs> so we're going to talk about these things. I'm just here kind of riffing. So let's see how this goes. So we live in this, we live in this world and the age thankfully is shifting and has been shifting and I have been seeing a shift, but something that I really love to share about and talk about on Instagram is that mindset is actually not everything. Energy is everything. And when we put mindset on this like pedestal and we put the mind on a pedestal, what happens and what has happened is that we favor certain modalities and we cling to certain rituals that are supposed to work. And for some of us, they do. And for some of us, they don't. And when they don't work, we might think something is wrong with them, with us. We might think something's wrong with us. So what do I mean here? When we're, when we're putting the mind and mindset and like words on a pedestal, we're disconnecting from a huge part of ourselves. We're, we're forgetting about the body. We're forgetting about our spirit. We're forgetting about these things because we're just focused on thinking. So this leads to modalities like talk therapy, which is very helpful, but it has its limits. And talk therapy can be enough for some of us, but not for all of us. You know, the body carries traumas and for you to be able to feel more deeply, it takes more than just sitting on a couch and talking to the, your therapist across from you. The reason why I want to talk about it today is from my own experience, from my own experience and from clients I get to work with. I love to go deeper than just the mind. And, and that's why I called myself a quantum self-love coach for such a, such a long time. And I still, I still identify with that, but I'm currently working on my messaging and all of that with my coach. But the reason why the word quantum is something that resonated with me is because I like to go deeper than just the thought. So you can show up to a coaching session, a therapy session, and just talk about something and, you know, you can kind of leave things out and stuff like that. But what's never going to lie or not show everything is your body. And that is your posture, your facial expressions, your hand movements, even the way you like deliver your words say a lot. Like there's so much communication that is deeper than your words. I really want to just make this episode as an invitation for you to look at and connect with your body even more because there's infinite wisdom there. And like I said, in my 
podcast episode with Natalie last week, there was a part where I shared with her that mindset work is a journey that I've been on for a while. But once I started integrating my body and feeling into it, it was almost like all this, uh, all these like thoughts and beliefs were kind of floating around and outside of my body from this mindset work. But once I dropped into my body, those words can soak in those beliefs had space to soak in. And that's that's the key piece here is like creating space in the body, creating relaxation and relieving tension, relieving stress, relieving anxiety. So how can we do that? How can we connect with our bodies? How can we relieve that stress and anxiety so that we can make more space for the life that we want to live and for living a life that we're in love with? One way to do this, and my first introduction to this was dance. And I didn't know this was my first introduction to connecting with my body until I was an adult, but dance is something that I've done for a while. I think I was in dance classes since the age of six, five or six. Uh, I remember I was in jazz class because I didn't want to wear all pink in ballet. When I was um, when I was a little girl, there were this is a, a topic for a whole different podcast. But when I was a little girl, there were a lot of messages I received because of the culture I was around that being a woman, being a girl, was second best to being a boy, and so that's why I never took ballet because wearing all pink was girly. So. <laughs> I definitely ran away from girly things all through growing up and never really felt comfortable with femininity until I was in college, really. So maybe in high school. But anyways, uh, tangent over there. So how we can connect is through dance. And what's really amazing about dance is like you don't need talent to do it. You just just move. And for me, what's been very nourishing is just moving for the sake of moving, like without having any sort of plan, without having any sort of structure, just letting it flow and really just closing my eyes if I can, if it's safe to close my eyes, just closing my eyes and like allowing my body to move and taking my mind out of the equation, taking my mind out of like, do this next, do that next, or the beat's about to drop, the beat's about to pick up. No, just, just dropping into my womb space, dropping into my hips, opening my heart, opening my throat. And that's, I find that very nourishing. And what's interesting, uh, I didn't think about this before today, but I had an Instagram live with Natalie today and with her uh, moving like this intuitively was the opposite of nourishing. It was more of a thing for growth. So for you, it might be intuitive dance and moving just for the sake of moving might be instead of nourishing, it might be a place for growth because you might be uh, more resonant with like a more masculine type of energy, more of an energy of like, this needs to be this way and I want this to look perfect and stuff. So there's all different kinds of people on the spectrum. So know that whatever tips I share with you here are just suggestions. You know, it doesn't mean 
that it will work for you doesn't mean it won't work for you, but it's an invitation for you to try it on, on your own and see what resonates, see what works, see what nourishes you, see what's for your growth and see what you want to just omit completely. Okay. So the first way is dance. And the second way, the second way that I got to connect with my own body and my own life journey is through breath work, through breath work. So really just getting still, taking a deep breath in. Let's actually try that now. So if you're in a car, uh, you can maybe, I don't you can still do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're all going to join in on taking a deep breath because taking deep breaths is always available to you. So first let's tune in with your body. Keep your eyes open. If you're driving, just, just feel into your body, feel the front, the back, the sides, the top, the bottom, feel everything, feel your legs, your arms, just notice, notice the space that you are in. And by you, I mean your body. Notice, notice the space on this planet that your body gets to inhabit and be with that. And then when you feel ready, breathe all of your air out and then slowly take a deep breath in and slowly breathe out. We'll do five more. Take a deep breath in and breathing out. Big breath in, filling up the belly, filling up the chest and breathing out. Big, big, big inhale and slowly exhale, maybe sucking in the belly button towards the spine, exhaling a little bit longer than you expected. And then one more deep breath in, slowly breathing in, deeply breathing in and breathing out. And then just letting go of needing to breathe any specific way and just being aware of the breath. So noticing when you breathe in, noticing when you breathe out and noticing how you're more connected with your body in this moment and the mind has kind of quieted. And this is an important state of mind to tune into every day, every single day, especially if, if you're working through some mindset work right now, and we should all be doing mindset work daily. Wow. Imagine the world if everyone did mindset work daily. Ooh, that's what we're creating here, right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm out here to create. So if you're doing mindset work daily, if you can infuse these practices that get you more connected with your body, it allows this mindset work, it allows the words, the thought, the consciousness to sink at an even deeper level because you're quieting the thoughts that kind of like counter, counter or like um, contradict the 
more helpful thoughts and mantras or affirmations, whatever you want to call it, that you are trying to integrate. And also from this state of relaxation, there isn't as much contraction. There's instead an expansion of your muscles, expansion of your being, and that creates space for new possibilities to come into your reality. So we have dance, we have breath work, and even taking what I just said about inviting this state of mind, this breath work into your mindset work, you can do the same with all of the tips that I'm going to share with you today. So even with dance, I mentioned dance earlier. And if you are, let's say, for example, you're working with an affirmation. I have an affirmation in front of me. It's on my computer. It says, every day someone finds me and benefits from me sharing my next level message online. Imagine if you can take that affirmation and dance with it. And there are a few ways you can do this. So maybe you turn on some music that is this, this idea is just coming to me. So let's say you turn on some instrumental music with no lyrics and you decide to sing this affirmation and you decide to move your body with this affirmation, right? Then you're accessing deeper layers of your being. You're accessing more than just your thoughts and your consciousness. You're accessing your feelings. You're accessing all of your cells, all of your fibers, all of your atoms, and you're, you're reprogramming, reprogramming them. And it's just so beautiful to, to tap into this body wisdom. Okay. So how else can we tap into body wisdom? I would say a general slowing down, a general slowing down and just like being more aware of your surroundings. And this is something that might be very hard at first, but it will get easier if over, it will get easier over time if you integrate some, some sort of meditation into your life. And meditation doesn't always have to be you sitting still and doing nothing. There's so many ways to meditate. Um, I do have a Instagram post about that. Maybe I'll link that in the show notes. So getting still and to piggyback off of the point that stillness doesn't always have to be complete, completely still where you're doing nothing. I'll bring in an example of walking. Okay. So imagine you're out and you're going for a walk and you're kind of just like rushing and you're paying attention to the time and you're like, all right, I got to be back home in 20 minutes. So I'm just going to go quickly, like down two blocks and go around, just like go quick and like, listen to my song and like, get it done and over with. And you're like doing it in this state where you're like contracted shoulders contracted and you're like rushing and you're not really present fully to where you are and where your feet are and the world around you. So bringing stillness into a movement like walking, you would really take a moment to feel your feet and to be with like 
be with your left foot as it lifts off of the ground and steps in front of you and notice how the heel touches first and then it goes up to the sole of your foot and then your toes touch the earth. Like that's what I mean. Like just really being with every moment and then seeing if hopefully you have shoes that allow you to like spread your toes and really press your toes down into the earth as you push forward for your next step. And then also like using that awareness in the whole body. So as you're moving your feet, then maybe you bring your awareness to your legs and you kind of like strengthen your legs a little bit by pressing into the feet and pushing into the ground and imagining that like this strength that earth gives us every second of every day is just soaking up through the bottoms of your feet into your legs and up all the way up your spine and through you. And then another thing I love to do when I go for a walk, pay attention to your belly, or if you have a womb to pay attention to your womb space as you are walking. So just tuning into your energy here. And you can do this no matter what you're doing. If you're riding a bike, if you're in conversation with someone, if you're, you know, just laying down and ending your day and you're about to fall asleep, like just tune into this center of your being, tune into the womb space, tune into the spiritual womb space, turn in, tune, tune into this part of you. And which leads me to the next thing that I love. I love doing this. Really just connecting and having a dialogue with your body. So as you tune into your belly and you can, you can take a second to tune into your body at any time of the day and just open yourself up, like open your mind up to the fact that there are so many mechanisms happening inside of your body right now that are keeping you alive. There's food digesting. There's the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide with your blood cells. There's this transferring of energy through your nerves that make you click play on this podcast episode that make you do whatever it is that you might be doing while you're listening. And that is such a gift. That's, oh my gosh, that's, you don't have to consciously create any effort for that. Like this is happening on autopilot for you. This is the wisdom of your body. Tuning into the wisdom of your body, I hope that it can give you kind of like a different perspective on what your body is and give you a deeper sense of love and respect for your own body. And I know that that can be so hard. I've had my own journey with body image and body acceptance. I think all of us do, especially when we go through our teenagehood years, but once you get to this place where you can 
kind of see and become awakened to this magical wisdom, this deep wisdom, this just like gratitude for having your body and for everything that it does, how can you best serve your body? So how can you get better sleep? How can you drink more water? How can you rest more? Like, how can you change this relationship with your body? Because you are going through life in this body. And this is something that, so this is a thought that I've kind of teetered back and forth on for a little while. So with my with my own journey of starting to go to yoga in 2014, the new thought that I took on at that time was that I am not my body, right? So I started to not put my worth based upon what my body looked like or based upon like the outfit I was wearing that day or how I had my hair and stuff like that. And that was such a huge thing for me to lift and let go of for a while. Having having been someone that's grown up in LA where in Los Angeles, where image and celebrities with that like there's just like pushing this ideal image in your face. And when I was growing up, that ideal image was not it was not a healthy image. I don't think it's ever a healthy image. I don't know. I feel like it's getting better now, but it it was that heroin chic image of like super, super skinny. And um it fostered this this way of being in me where I really, I really defined myself by what my body looked like and what I was wearing and the kind of makeup. I, like I was just obsessed with image and yoga helped me let that go. Yoga helped me let that go. And holding on to, holding on to the belief that you are not your body, served me for a very long time. Now I hold the belief that you are your body, but it's coming from a completely different place than from before. And what I mean by you are your body. So feel free to feel free to use the belief, I am not my body or that I am my body based on what you need at this moment. Because I am not my body really served me for a long time, but now I don't hold that belief anymore. I think for me, <laughs> I want to be really careful here with like, just letting you know that this is my opinion and this isn't like the only way to do things. And this is, I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. But for me, the belief I am my body opens me up to this truth that I am a body that is alive in this life. And it reminds me that I only have one body. It reminds me that this body is a vessel that I need to take care of. And some something that I really like to do that really serves me with this is treating my body as my baby. My body is my baby. So if you're a parent, if you are 
maybe you have little cousins or, or siblings that you can take care of and you have been around infants, you'll know what I say when I mean that babies really remind us of our primal needs and really remind us of these physical bodily needs that we have from the time we were born that actually never go away. So that's why I like to hold this reminder with myself that my body is my baby. And I'm not a parent yet, but I used to babysit a lot. And at the time of me babysitting, like, wow, that helped me so much just being around kids and like noticing like, wow, just it was kind of like a reminding of what we really need and how we can kind of go through this life and distract ourselves from our truth. And I think that's what body wisdom and that's what connecting to your body is all about. It's all about that because when you're born, when you're a baby and when you're a kid, you're your authentic self. You're your true self. You're going around in life, asking for what you need, manifesting what you need, expressing yourself in all these magical, wise ways. I think children are very wise. And then something happens that tells us that our bodies are wrong. Something happens that tells us that our feelings are wrong. And our feelings are connected to the body because it's things that we feel. We feel through our senses, through our body. So bringing in the term body set, think about, so there's a lot of importance on mindset, on like the mindset you have is what you'll attract. And that is, that's actually true. But I like to bring that up because I, I don't want you to ignore the other parts of you. I don't want you to just feed your mind and forget about everything else. So I want to ask you, or maybe you can ask this to yourself in your journal or in the mirror. What is the state of my body set? What does my body feel like? What is my body saying? What is your body saying? Is your body like, oh, please, I need rest. <laughs> or like, please, let's have some fun today. What is it that your body is saying to you? And sometimes we might not know what our body is saying. And when we try to tune in into our feelings, we might not know what we're feeling. And I've been there. And what was very helpful for me at that time was knowing that numbness is also a feeling. Numbness is also a feeling. So if, if you're trying to tune into what you feel right now and you're like, I don't know what I feel, numbness is what you're feeling. Hold space for that and, and just be with that, hold that. And know that the more you make intentional space for you to check in and ask your body and tune into how you're feeling, it will slowly come out because think about it. Your body has had, if you're, if you're in the space where you don't know how you're feeling, your body has had years of being told that it's unsafe to be yourself. And it needs that time to 
gain that trust back. It needs that time. And I think it might even need more time for those of us who came from dysfunctional families or I think, you know, I think there is, I think the reason why we all experience trauma are because of, hmm, now like three things are coming into mind. So I think we all experience trauma because one, we don't understand the world when we're children. We don't understand that um, dad couldn't be at your dance recital because he had a he had to sign on a new client for whatever. Like we don't understand why certain things happen and we make things so personal. We make things mean certain things. And especially when we're, when we're really small, we make things mean certain things. And then we take that meaning, we create a story out of it. And we like take that story with us into the rest of our lives. And that exists at a mental level, yes, but it first existed at a body level. It first, it first existed in body set before it existed in mindset. So it first existed in body set by feelings, feelings of like, just, just like, maybe it's like this pit in your stomach type of feeling, or this like sinking of your heart type of feeling. And then from those sensations that your body goes through and your body experiences, your, your mind notices it and makes it mean something. So that's why, that's why I'm here. Like, I want you to, I, I really want to share this, this perspective of mindset from, from a body level, from a deeper level, because I think this is what's missing in a lot of mindset work. And this is the this is the key piece, honestly, for me, this was the key piece for me to really shift after years of effort that was just like exhausting and things weren't working. And I thought like, why, why isn't this working? This works for everyone else. But my body was carrying so much. There's still, there's still some stuff in there. You know, it's, it's a process. Your body is your path to your truth. Your body is your truth. Your body is the, is the vehicle that moves you through this life. And it's this vehicle that when you connect with it, you'll find these things that you didn't notice before because they were existing only at a feeling level and they weren't, they were suppressed at a thought level. So a lot of, a lot of what happens to us is we have these moments in life that we don't want to remember we don't want to think about them so we like we don't want to deal with them so we shove them to the back of our mind but we can't do that with our body we can't and what's what's also really cool about moving with what you're feeling in your body is you can, you can do this work from a place of staying with your body completely. So what I mean by this is you can, let's say you, let's say you're working with this belief of like, I am not enough. 
And you tune into your body, into like where you feel it in your body. And then you can stay at that level by just feeling it, moving with it, dancing with it, breathing with it and staying there and, and getting shift there rather than the typical route of working through mindset work would be like, why did this happen? And, and what did this cost you? What is it costing you? Uh, do you want to shift? Like those things are great, but they might not be working for you. And that's why I want to share this in this podcast. When you can get deeper, shift can happen faster. And another interesting point to think of when we're connecting with our physical being, with our body, that's actual matter and, and it's it's actually physical. Another cool thing to, to bring into here is your thoughts are also a physical thing. So your thoughts are these like connections between neurons, right? And as you move through your own belief work and you include your body in with it and you do your own movement, like that physical connection of those neurons for beliefs that might not be serving you start to get weaker. And I think that that process can happen faster if you include your body in the process. And I think this because you're not only just sitting there thinking through things like you're, you're also including another layer because if you're, think about it this way, if, if you're not including your body in your mindset belief, then that means your mind is thinking one thing while your body is thinking the opposite. And that was exactly my experience with my anxiety. I have been someone who has gone out there and gone for, gone for leadership roles, gone for public speaking stuff. I've been in Toastmasters for a few years. I used to teach group yoga classes, fitness classes. So I put myself out there because I had this confidence mindset, right? But I didn't at that time yet work on the confidence at a body level. So even though I I um, seemed confident and people, you know, I got good feedback from people. For me, the experience of leading group classes most times was always a nightmare. You know, I was always like sweating or dreading it or be exhausted right after it. Like it took a lot of energy out of me because I was still dealing with anxiety at a body level. And this is the power of bringing in your body into your mindset work. And I hope that, I hope that this gives you something cool to think about. I hope that you got some good tips out of here. If this is sparking something in your mind and you want to have a conversation about this, feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. I would love that. And I wish you well. I hope that you are well and smiling. And I am so grateful that you listened to this episode and I will see you next time.